Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Seven Lamb Productions presents to you End of all hope. Season 3, Episode 17, To Keep Busy. I stood there for a moment, staring at myself in the mirror. I looked tired. Maybe because I was. Or maybe it was because I was stressed. I was just about done shaving my beard off. It sucked not having hot water, but I was tired of the facial hair. Although, I was also shaving to keep myself busy. I couldn't believe we had split up. After everything we had been through felt wrong. If something happened to Ava, what would I do? I shook away the thought. Think of the positives, Mark. Two horses and enough supplies to last the rest of the way to California. I wiped my face clean, noticing I missed a spot. There we go. Good. They really had a good thing going here. A lot of land, chickens and cows to supply eggs and milk, a fence, a fence that provided protection, better protection now that the trees were cleared, and the supplies. Teddy was ready for something like this. Good planning, a little paranoia pays off. I stared outside at the barn. It was a nice sunny day. I saw a horse poke its head out the barn window. I hadn't seen that one before. My mind slipped back to Ava. How would she handle riding hers? What if thrashers attacked and chased them? Could she handle a high-speed chase on a horse? God damn it, Mark. Don't do this to yourself. She'll be fine. I made my way downstairs. I know I should be watching the property, but Teddy made a point to tell me not to worry. They were safe, but... I'm sure he said the same thing before the trees came down. For as paranoid as he seems, he remained strangely calm during all this. Time to see what the old man's up to. I found Teddy in the kitchen, making a pot of coffee. Oh, care for some? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Trying to keep yourself busy? He motioned to my face. I rubbed my newly bald chin. Is that obvious? <laughs> what do you think I'm doing? thought you were making coffee. (laughs) To settle my nerves. 
It'll have the opposite effect on me, but it's fine. I'm a little tired. Could use a caffeine. I was actually going to work on the computer system. Figured I, uh, make a pot before I start. So you're just as nervous as I am. Of course. My daughters are out there. But you were so adamant about getting the generator. I thought maybe you lost sight of what was important. The generator is important. They'll need it. And I'm trying to set them up with everything they'll need before I go. I don't have a lot of time left. My muscles are deteriorating. I need this place to be perfect before I become completely useless. I didn't mean anything by that. No, I know you didn't. Trust me. It kills me every time Stephanie leaves to get supplies. But twice it was for me. Medicine from a local pharmacy. I told her not to. Told her we have everything we need here, generator included. But she doesn't listen. <sighs> she has no fear, that girl. Well, she's obviously worried about you. As I am for her, and Madison. As you are for Ava. Ah, uh, there we go. Cream? Black is fine. You got it. You know, I felt bad about taking the horses. Since your daughter was so attached and all, but I didn't realize you had four. Yes, yes. Charlie, Blue, Sugar, and Snoopy. Snoopy was my wife's. Oh. Sadly, uh, my wife passed away six years ago. I'm sorry to hear that. You look at me and think, maybe it was old age? But no. Drunk driver. Hit her on her way home from a flea market. Wow, I'm... I'm really sorry. At least... At least she didn't have to see me like this. God knows she would have struggled with it. My parents died in a car accident as well. You don't say. Teddy turned in his wheelchair and held out a mug. Thanks. Losing a loved one isn't easy. Not easy at all. It was hard to cope with at first, but it happened so long ago. The pain eventually passed. I stopped thinking about it. Although recently I've wondered what it would have been like if they were still here. Of course. I have those thoughts myself. But you have to look at it at every which way. Every which way. No one expected this. Damn aliens attacking. Like something out of a movie. Right? Makes it easier to cope with. Knowing Patty doesn't have to see this. Experience this. Ava has a fiancé. We're trying to get back to him. I worry what we'll find. You've traveled a long way. A very long way. Ever since it began, I've wondered how it looks out there. I only hear the stories from Stephanie when she makes her runs. It isn't pleasant. You're a good friend to keep her company. If I lose Ava, I lose everything. Then you understand why I want that generator so badly. You never think of leaving? No, never. There's too much here. Stephanie and Madison will be safe here. 
I'm not sure anywhere is truly safe. As safe as they can be. Teddy stopped by the sink and leaned up to look out the window. <laughs> the sad thing is, we'll have to give you the two nicer horses, because you won't get far on Snoopy. Why's that? Damn thing, never liked anyone but my wife. I thought it was maybe a gender thing, until Steffi climbed up and was damn near bucked off. <laughs> I don't think your daughter will like that. A deal's a deal. And it will force the girls to spend more time with her. Why Snoopy? Fan of Schultz? <laughs> My wife loves Charlie Brown, but uh, that's not where she got the name. It's from Seinfeld. <laughs> really? There was a horse named Snoopy? Not a real one. You ever watched the show? I have. George was a... <laughs> he was making up a lie to, to impress some people. He made up two horses. Snoopy... And Prickly Pete. <laughs> I, I don't remember that. Well, I told Patty. You ain't naming that horse Prickly Pete. Several hours passed. After doing a scan of the property, I went downstairs to find Teddy covered in wires. I decided to help him out. Oh, shoot. I dropped the cable behind the desk. I got it. Here you go. Thank you. What's the goal? I just need to un untangle this mess. Two of your cameras are out. Just the monitors. Unplugged. I'm debating about moving this thing upstairs. The monitors? The whole damn thing. Doesn't that defeat the purpose of a bunker? The bunker allows us to store food and weapons and keep this hunk of junk going. But if I could bring this computer and the monitors upstairs, it would allow us to easily watch our surroundings without hiding underground. I'm getting old and weak, Mark. Those stairs will be the death of me. But the thrashers, though. The what? Oh, that's right. I, I forgot you had a name for them. It helps. And the small ones? The zombie type? Shriekers. That's right. Clever. <laughs> we didn't come up with the name. Well, it's apparent. They make a hell of a sound. Yes, they do. Hold this a second, will ya? Sure. I can extend these. But if the threshers get in, won't they destroy this equipment? They'll short it out. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I wish I knew how long their reach extended. Although, we didn't have too many problems with the generator before that one got close to the house. Maybe you should work on fortifying the basement. Well, I don't think we'll have many problems now. The trees have been cut and the wire installed. I wouldn't be too sure. Hmm, maybe I can install something on the walls or in them. Of the house or the bunker? Both. 
you know what's crazy? Their little electric pulse messed with the circuits and the lighting in here, but didn't mess with the wire out there. You mean the fence? Yeah. I thought you had to replace the wires. Because of the trees, not because of the electrical pulse. Interesting. It means good things for us, though. Why is that? Because they can't destroy the fence. Just the source of the power. Damn. I really wish I knew how to combat it, though. Maybe a type of foil or insulation? Of course there's no way to test it. I mean, not without damaging my equipment. For an older man, he seemed to be really crafty and smart when it came to technology. I was surprised. You said you worked at a grocery store before this. <laughs> Part-time, my friend. Part-time. Hold these. I took a bundle of wires as Teddy rolled his chair to the other side of the desk. I actually had my own business for decades. Decided to hang it up when I got sick. You did wiring? Oh, I did it all. Repair work. I was the best. Even worked on computers. I could beat anybody's prices, too. Move over, Geek Squad. Well, that explains all of this. It explains the technical side of this, for sure. <sighs> now, that blue wire... Can you loop it through and, and pass it to me? Sure. Here you go. Thank you. <sighs> I'll add some extensions, and I could put this in the den. That would work. If any of those... What do you call them again? Thrashers. That's it. Any of them thrashers end up getting close? And boy, they shouldn't. But if they do, I can just repair this like I repaired the generator. But I thought the generator wasn't going to last. Is that a crack on my skills? Of course not. Good. Because that generator was a piece of shit to begin with. And fixing these monitors would be a hell of a lot easier. Hey, we've been down here a while. Maybe I should go up there and make sure everything's okay. Now come on. Do you hear the cows or Snoopy making any noise? No, but with that generator, I can't hear much at all. <laughs> I'm messing with you, Mark. You see the panel on the wall there? You pointed to a black circuit panel with ten green lights on it. What's that? Another one of my works. It's a system monitor. Each light represents a section of fence. If it's interacted with, it changes yellow. If it's down, it turns red. Jesus. And interacted with means... touched? That's exactly what it means. You really have a nice setup here. <laughs> you think I would leave my daughters with anything but the best? Now come on, help me with these monitors. Let's move them upstairs and, uh, see if we can set them up nicely in the den. It'll keep us both preoccupied so we don't keep worrying. Good idea.
Hours passed and they still weren't back. Why? Why did I agree to this? When I wanted to get our truck back at that damn farmhouse, Ava wouldn't let me go alone. So why did I cave so easily? Pacing around like that won't make him come back any sooner. Let's keep working. I'm... I'm sorry. I, I can't. Well, it can't be good for your leg. I knew it. I knew this was a bad idea. Now don't do that. They've had ample time. They're not back yet. Mark, where are you going? But I didn't answer. I went outside to get a better view of the front gate. Mark! It was six o'clock. They'd been gone for nearly twelve hours. Something wasn't right. And Teddy knew it too. He just didn't want to admit it. I stopped by the fence and looked out of the distant road. Should I go out there? Should I take the other horse and try and find them? What if something happened? Please. Please be okay. I stood there, unsure of what to do. When I turned back around, I saw Teddy on the porch in his wheelchair staring at me. If you're going to try and say something... Mark, I'm just as worried as you are. You're right. They should have been back hours ago. But right now, we need to remain calm and wait. What if something happened? Let's give them a little more time. They've had plenty. It'll be dark soon. I know. I walked past Teddy and back into the house. Please let Ava be okay. quite there, but, uh, I think the wiring is done. It's dark. I know. We were in the den, hooking up the computer and the monitors. I had disassembled and reassembled a small desk. It now sat in the corner of the room. Now Teddy wouldn't have to go to the basement to keep an eye on his property at night. I looked out the window. The moon was hidden by the clouds. I have to go out there. You can't go now. It's dark. You made me wait. You don't know where they are. I have the maps. Give them more time. Something is wrong. Please, Mark. I'm I'm trying to keep it together. Don't make me break. I turned around to see his eyes glazed over, as if he were fighting back sadness. They'll be back soon. Now, please, help me with this. I think I'm done working on the new control center. I understand. Can you, uh, at least go downstairs and bring up the last monitor? You may not need this, but I have to keep myself busy. Okay. As I went into the basement, I thought about his daughters. He must have been just as worried as I was. But he held it together so much better than I did. How? When I grabbed the small 17-inch LCD, I nearly froze. My heart skipped a beat. On the wall, on the system monitor panel, nine green lights and one yellow. Oh, shit. 
Teddy! What is it? A yellow light on your little display down there. Which one? I don't know, the third? That's near the front. Well, could it be them? No, they have a key. We would have heard them. And I have to turn the generator off for them to come back in. I'm going to check it out. It was probably just an animal. A coyote or a rabbit. Or it could be something else. We haven't heard anything. I'm not taking any chances. I'm with you, but... I grabbed the rifle, which was leaning against the doorframe. Get these windows shut. I'll be right back. I'll get the lights. As Teddy turned on the outside lights, I grabbed the flashlight by the door. I peered out through the window and saw nothing. I know he didn't believe it to be Ava and his daughters, but I had to go check for myself. The lights were bright and showed much of the land up into the front gate. I had my rifle up and my flashlight on. The beam peered through the darkness of the surrounding woods. I didn't see anything. I checked the roof, the garage, near the barn. As I approached the front gate, everything seemed to be fine and quiet. That was close. Maybe it was just an animal. Coyote that got too close? I was about to head back in when I heard something. Could that be? It sounded like a horse. I pointed the flashlight through the gate. In the distance, I saw one lone horse with a single rider. What the hell? My heart sank. There was no wagon. One horse. One rider. As they got closer, I saw that it wasn't even Ava. Oh, shit. Open the gate! No. Oh, God. Open the gate! It was Stephanie. Where was her sister? Where was Ava? Goosebumps rose on my arm. My mouth became dry and I froze. Something was wrong. Something was definitely wrong. Hurry! Open the gate! Shit! As Stephanie got closer, I could see the panic in her eyes. And that's when my heart sank. Something happened. Something happened to Ava. End of All Hope Written by Robert M. Lamb Edited by Isa Yazdezade Starring Hope Ennis as Ava Nick Engelhardt as Mark Adam Jetmore as Jay Jack Austin as Ambridge Jody Swenson as Stephanie Catabelle as Madison Chris Titoli as Teddy and Preacher Smith Ariel Hack as Mia, Gina Coyle as Kylie, Brett Wilkins as Travis, Gareth Thomas as Sammy, Michael Moman as Roger, Nada as Maria, and Crystal Hall as Lane. Co-starring Dylan Whitehead and Mario Torres. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, Eldritch Chachala of Nemesis Black at ReverbNation.com slash Nemesis Black and Amberlynn Nicole at YouTube.com slash Amberlynn Nicole. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit www.7lamb.com for other audio dramas such as this one.
This has been a Seven Lamb production.